Hey guys, it's me Lex and you are back with the butterfly effect, the metamorphosis of the female psyche. So today I actually have my therapy appointment this morning. So I have a few things that I want to talk to you guys about, a few things that have been brought to my attention that I think are useful for you. So uh, the first thing I want to do is say thank you to my supporters and those who have actually listened to my first episode. There's about 24 beautiful people that I would like to say thank you to. And I really appreciate the support just from knowing me, just from hearing my experience. I support all of you as well um, for the things that I see a lot of you are doing as well. Um, please feel free to send me anything like you like for one of my friends. She has a pop up shop excuse me, pop-up shop coming up soon, um, October 17th. I'm posting the details for that. Taya, don't worry. I got you, sis. I'm going to be there if I, I don't have work. Um, <laughs> but yeah, for all of my friends and family who I've definitely tuned in, I truly, truly from the bottom of my heart appreciate you because this is a piece of me that I don't really talk about to people. Um, like I might mention it as a matter of fact, like, yeah, this happened, but like, don't get into too much depth about it. Um, I appreciate the fact that you guys have given me that freedom and ability to do so. So thank you, thank you, thank you to those people. And I love you all individually and together. Um, just for new listeners, I want to reintroduce myself. So again, as I said before, my name is Lex, Lex Milano on Instagram at L-E-X-M-I-L-A-N underscore. Um, I am a model. I am a undergrad student at Drew University. I'm working on paying off them balances, okay, so I can get back in school. For all of my college dropouts, don't worry. You can get back in school. <laughs> um, I am an older sister to two, um, one for my mom, one by my dad, um, and I love both of them dearly. That is Paul and Misha. I am an auntie to two, <laughs> um, which is my best friend's son and my sister's son, um, and I am a black female living in Newark, New Jersey. Um, I am a survivor of sexual abuse. So claps up for those survivors. Um, <laughs> but I am a survivor as well. So this is me on my self-therapy journey, just kind of walking you along, giving you the gist. Um, and I would love to share that journey with you. Um, and I would love for you to share your journey with me one day. And hopefully this is the avenue that you can connect with me on and decide to do so um but let's get back to the show so again personally the reason why I'm doing this like I said is my self-therapy along with me um visiting my therapist Dr. Olivo if anyone needs those details I can give those to you as well he is a Hispanic therapist in Newark New Jersey who specifies and specializes in sexual abuse so if you need a therapist, his his um sessions are only $50 an hour. Like, you can't fucking beat that. So if anybody needs that, please reach out to me. I have no problem sending you my therapist as long as you're not fucking up my sessions, okay? Uh, <laughs> but yes, I have no problem sending you my therapist. Um, and I really just want those who are listening to begin to become comfortable with themselves, begin to... Be more enthusiastic on being the person you're supposed to be, not the person you used to be, not the person you became because of what we went through. Feel me? Understand me? Okay, got me. So, <laughs> I am going to be going right in. I know this is pretty fast for those who are just listening, but I want to minimize the amount of time that I'm rambling and maximize the time I'm feeding your brain. Okay? So, the next thing I'm about to go into is horoscope. So, as I say last time, okay... I'm, <laughs> I'm starting with my horoscope first, which is Leo, August 9th, feel me, feel me, okay, so I'm starting with Leo, things should be going quite well for you today, which is the truth, and you will find that aspects of your life may have felt disconnected in the past are finally slipping into place, have faith that all your painstaking planning or organizing is finally going to pay off, and trust me, if you know me, you know I got a million to-do lists that never get done, so I'm happy to hear that. This is especially true in love and romance. Spend intimate time with a close partner tonight, if possible. So that's where I'm going to pause myself for any other Leos. If you don't already have a man and he acting right, don't go do that. My therapist just told me today that as nice as that is, sometimes you do need to put yourself on pause. And honestly, 
it's very hard for me to do that. Like, I'm a person that craves intimacy, and I'll get more into that in the episode. I crave intimacy. So it's very hard for me to say, oh, I'm not about to go mess with such and such, or I'm not about to forgive him for doing that bullshit yesterday. Like, I'm, like, one of the most forgiving people, and it's fucking annoying. So, again, Leo ladies, Perella, Sintra, do not go do that shit. Do not go do that shit at all. <laughs> um, Aries. I'm going to Aries next. Aries. This is a fantastic time for you, for your love and romance, even if there's a bit of coolness between you and the person you care about. It's possible that there needs to be an element of distance now for you to really appreciate the good thing you have. If you aren't involved with someone now, you should find that you're in a good position to make a move towards someone you feel strongly about. So for Aries, your whole entire horoscope seems like pretty much your life is great. But you need to now focus on your love and your romance. So if I was you, if you know that and Aries sometimes have a, a little bit of an issue opening it up to people, um, that like that they like, I, I would say, like y'all are very charismatic, y'all are very there, you're very present. Um, but I will say, if you not already feeling somebody, you should probably let that person know. They might not even fucking know. So <laughs> I think that's a good sign that this week, being that I'm putting this out on Wednesday. You can see, like, hey, maybe, you know, she feeling me, he feeling me. Let me talk to this motherfucker. So by Friday, <laughs> they really feeling me and we're really talking. If you're already with that person, this is a great time to focus on that. Your next sign is going to be Taurus. So this is for Juju. It's one thing to be a friend, and it's another to feed someone's ego just to make him or her happy. Baby, I tell you about this all the time with some of your friends. Make sure that you aren't telling someone lies, which you never do, just because you know that is what he or she wants to hear. A true friend is someone who is honest at all times, even if it means that you may temporarily hurt that person's feelings. So one thing I will say about my Juju, this is my wife since high school. One thing I will say about my Juju is that she will tell you about yourself in the most respectful fucking polite way ever like i've never in my life met another person who did the same thing that julian did so juju if you are finding that you are talking to somebody who you know or or dealing with a friend that you know may be a little disillusioned about themselves and you've kind of been going along with it not really yes manning but kind of just like uh, not saying nothing and <clears throat> speaking on <clears throat> greg uh, <laughs> like you should definitely address that and kind of be like, Hey, look, um, let me be honest with you. This is like such and such, or this is too much, or this is taking too long or like just throwing it out there. Just examples, baby, just examples. But you should probably address that now because you're going to have difficulty in your future. So this is the week to tackle that, whatever that is with whoever that is, whether it's a female or a male, tackle that for Gemini. It's critical that you not try to gain the love and appreciation of another by controlling their decisions, Gemini. Hmm. And y'all have a hard time doing that. It's time to let the people around you set their own rules and boundaries. Give that special person space to decide what's best. Then you can take action accordingly. It may be that you discovered things about this person that you probably would have never known if you called all the shots. So basically, for Gemini, you are being told, take a back seat. Let people get comfortable with you. Let people set those boundaries and y'all meet those together or agree on those together. But do this so that you can be able to analyze those around you. One, for your own self-protection and your own energy. But also so you can reveal things or be revealed things that you might not have known if you were so busy being the head of the show. So, in other words, stop being the head of the show and maybe you'll learn something you don't know. Ooh, I like that one. I like that one. I don't, I don't know about y'all, but for y'all that know me, I know how to rap. So I like that one. I like that one. Uh, my next one. Um, hopefully she's listening. This is for a key. You might need, and this is for Liz, because I know you're listening. <laughs> Cancer, you might need to put on the brakes today when it comes to love and romance. Don't think that this means you have to break off any sort of relationship that's in the works, but realize that you may need to take a more realistic approach to how you handle it. The problem is that you may be getting so caught up in the fantasy of things that you aren't tending to practicalities. Now, I don't know about Key, but I know Liz, don't get caught up in fantasy. So I'm not too worried about you, sis. But if I, you know, haven't done my job as your friend and kind of pointed out things that might be a little misconstrued in your romantic situation right now, um, I would definitely take a little background view and figure out what that means for you. Um, also, Cancer, this is definitely saying that because y'all have a good habit of breaking shit off and dissing people and leaving. 
don't do that. Okay. (laughs) Don't do that. Just try to figure out how you're going to approach it in a way that works for you. And once you can figure that out, I know for a fact, especially Kansas, you already know your next step once you find that out. But take the time to figure that out. Or you might be dealing with, you know, rash movements and breakups and shit that you don't want. So, <laughs> being I did Leo, I'm going to skip right over that and I'm going to go next to Virgo. This is for my mom. Restriction and discipline might not be your forte, Virgo. Hmm. But realize that this may be exactly the type of thing that you need the most. Try not to expend your energy in too many directions. This was made for my mother. Try not to expend your energy in too many directions. Focus and channel your energies into things you consider the most important. Make sure that most of your day is spent tending to these things. Have you hugged your loved ones lately? So I'm going to just answer that. I hugged my mom the other day and she hugged me back. But my mom is a very like Virgos in general. Like y'all love, y'all love hard. But you may have a problem showing people that you love, especially as a black woman. We are kind of not really nurtured the way we're supposed to. And we're kind of like cattle fed this process and thought process that we should be rude to each other or standoffish or just be told that we need to be defensive. So in that way of not, you know, paying attention to the fact that you do love others, maybe you need to show that love. One, that's my first tip for Virgo. And my second tip is, again, expand your energy on things that are for you. And when I say this, I don't mean, oh, you see your friend needs help, you can help her, don't help her. I'm saying if you see that friend is not putting the same effort you're putting in, you don't need to expend your energy in that direction. You don't need to give a fuck, honestly. And not in a disrespectful way, but you have the ability to kind of focus on yourself. Like, this is a one-life, one-time thing. And it's okay to dedicate that time to yourself, to your children, to whomever. And this is not just for moms. To whomever that you want to dedicate it to. But make sure that that's not a million avenues with only one meeting place, if you understand what I'm saying. Don't be standing like a fork in the road over how many times you're going to give your energy to other people. You should be deciding that this is what's important and this is where I'm going. One way, one street. That's it. So Libra, Libra is next. Appreciate the good things you have today, Libra. Don't let another day go by without really paying homage to the people who've helped you grow along the way. Oh my gosh, if my brother was listening, this would be for him. He does not appreciate shit. Uh, take a walk, climb a tree, or help a child build a tree house. Connect with your spiritual side that finds satisfaction where you are now instead of fi- always feeling a need to search for something bigger and better. Wow. So this one is more of just like you sitting back and kind of smelling the flowers and spending your time wisely in the present and, and showing that gratitude and appreciation back to those people in the present rather than thinking, oh, I got to do this. Or I got to do that. Or this is like sometimes just blatant gratitude is OK. You don't have to go do grand gestures. You don't have to go pay nobody back for shit that you can't afford. When someone really is there to support you. It is important to pay that respect and homage back. So I definitely believe that this is telling Libra straight up, give credit when credit is due and let it be known to those people who give a fuck about you that you give a fuck about what they do for you and how they're there to help you. So my next sign is going to be Scorpio. When it comes to matters of love and romance, you may need to tone things down a bit, Scorpio. An aggressive approach now, this is for Ayana may drive your loved one further away from you instead of drawing him or her closer. Remember that love is a two-way street. Don't just do things that you like them to do always. It's crucial that you consider your partner's thoughts and feelings every step of the way. So, now this is tricky because I know my cousin definitely considers, you know, her partner's thoughts and feelings a lot sometimes, a lot more than it's probably healthy. Um... But I will definitely say if you've gotten into the habit of it being a no, no, no show for everything that they say, um, you should definitely evaluate that and why you're doing that. Um, Because if there's underlying aggressions, that is something that obviously can be addressed if you know how to articulate yourself. If you don't know how to articulate yourself, then maybe you slowing down will give you the ability to find the words to talk to your loved one or your partner about this. Otherwise, I would just chill the fuck out. Like. And Scorpios have the tendency to be very fucking ferocious. And honestly, um, 
I just really think sometimes that energy isn't needed. I know as a Leo, I can rub a Scorpio the wrong fucking way a lot. Um, but a lot of times the reason why I'm rubbing them the wrong way is because I'm forcing you to have to show emotion or care about shit that you don't want to focus on. And I really do think a lot of that comes from the want to kind of be left alone that Scorpios have. They don't like to be bothered. They want to be left alone. They want to do their own thing and you mind your fucking business. And Leos don't really allow for that. We want to be all up in your shit. So (laughs) just to connect the two dots, like it probably is when I like, you know, me, for instance, me and my cousin, I get the blunt force, bitch, leave me the fuck alone vibe from her as a Scorpio. So I can see how as a Scorpio in love with somebody, how that could also translate over. And I would definitely say that you should watch that and try to not be a sucker. Okay. Low hope. Don't be a sucker, but definitely pay attention (laughs) to the fact that you might be coming off like a fucking bitch. So (laughs) it is what it is, but my cousin knows how I feel about her. I love her to death, but sometimes she does have that tendency. So on to the next line, we're going to be talking about Sagittarius. This is for my sister, who I also want to give a personal shout out. Thank you for paying attention to my podcast. <laughs> Thank you for resharing my podcast. Thank you for supporting me. Um, you may find that your love is incredibly magnetic now, Sagittarius, and it should be because Shorty just got married. All you need to do is be yourself, and suddenly people will flock your way. There are terrific opportunities for you to strengthen the bonds you have with the people you care about the most. Solidify your relationship with soft romantic words and actions. There is an extra sensuality to your mood and actions now. Okay, boo boo. Okay, so as the older sister, like, I'm really happy to hear that because my sister's a newlywed. Like, if anybody's been paying attention, I posted very, very quietly. But I posted her ring that she just got that big-ass rock. And I also posted her family, her new family, my nephew, her husband as well as my new family, my in-laws. I posted them not too long ago, probably about two and a half weeks ago. Um, So yeah, like I'm extremely excited to hear this horoscope for my sister because I really do believe that she is coming to that that part of her life right now and she deserves that happiness. After a lot of the shit that we've been through, she deserves that fucking happiness. So I am very happy to hear that for my Sagittarius's, you are in cloud nine. That is very comforting. Um, My next horoscope excuse me is going to be capricorn so this is from my best friend kayla and one of my old besties there consider taking a more conservative approach to your actions today capricorn as well as to the way you dress others may be rather put off by something that comes across as too flashy Fashion is apt to be a significant concern for you now, which is fine, but don't underestimate the power of personal appearance. So for me, I think, um, at least if my best friend is listening to this, Kay, I really believe that this horoscope is trying to tell you, like, and I'm going to get a little personal with you on this one. I really believe this horoscope is trying to tell you that even though, you know, you are doing things the way you need to be maybe you want to I don't want to say necessarily be conservative I want to say mindful I want to say intentional I want to say thoughtful about the way your personal appearance comes off not because of how other people are going to perceive it but because of how you want to be perceived now this doesn't mean that you have to give a fuck about what somebody has to say about you because that's an absolute no and you know as your best friend I ain't going for that but I will say if you are trying to give off the image of I am certain about my decisions. I am purposely here for a reason. I am here with intention to do my job or do this or do that. You have to start wearing that on you and not in just clothes, but your face, your energy, your spirit. You have to start trying to clear those things and be intentional with your personal appearance. Because like it said, Don't underestimate the fact that your personal appearance does give off what you want it to give off if that's what you are accomplishing. If you are not going about that, no one's going to no one's going to peep that. You understand me? So if I want to be someone of certainty, I'm going to use a certain tone. I'm going to use hand gestures. I'm going to be very elaborate about some of the things that I'm talking about because I want you to think that I'm an expert at what I'm speaking about. I want you to think that I am certain about certain things. So, again, like. I'm going into depth, I'm sorry, because this is my best friend, and I know me and her have a different relationship, and I really want to talk to her as much as I possibly can, because we don't always get the time to. So, again, 
You don't got to look like the bees motherfucking knees, but you ain't got to look like you dragging your ass on the floor either, if that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> My next horoscope is going to be Aquarius. <clears throat> Excuse me. So for Aquarius, romantic relationships may not exactly be going well as you like, but don't get discouraged. Hang in there and you will find that things eventually come around your way. You may need to strengthen your internal sense of confidence since it's doubtful that you will get much support from interactions with the people around you. So, Aquarius, do not, I repeat, do not focus on trying to be in love right now. I get that it's cuff season. Damn, I ain't used that in a while. I I get that it's cuff season or whatnot, you feel me? But do not fall for the fucking hype, okay? It's telling you basically you will benefit yourself more if you just stayed alone. Because eventually those that you want are going to come around. So you don't have to be thirsty. I have a problem right now with being sexually thirsty. (laughs) But you don't have to be emotionally thirsty for nobody. That's that's the the problem I'm having now. Emotionally, I can't connect with nobody. But sexually, it's like I mess with the one dude I mess with, and that is what it is. Like, <laughs> so, like you don't have to feel that way. Just like I don't have to feel that way. It is okay. Just like I'm gonna start practicing to be alone. Aquarius, is, it is okay to be alone. It is okay to admit that you have a struggle with that. It is okay to say you want to be with somebody right now, but you just can't. Okay. Don't feel like you need to do anything extra because eventually. Those that you want are going to come around, but you need to strengthen your confidence in that. You need to know that that will happen eventually. And those that you really do need and want are going to be the ones that come around. Not the ones that you're lusting, not the ones that you've been having a crush on since you was 12. Like that's not important. If you don't focus on that, you expecting support from other people around you is not going to happen. So Again, I feel like this kind of horoscope kind of reaches over many different zodiacs. This is not just about Aquarius, but this is something that you right now are having a serious fucking problem with, along with me. But, you know, my horoscope don't sound too bad, but I do know that I need to address this as well. But right now, it's about you, Aquarius, and you need to address this. You need to strengthen your own self-confidence in your own self and know that regardless of you having somebody and not having somebody, it don't fucking matter at all. It doesn't. You matter. Okay, so just keep focusing on that. Last sign, our last one is going to be Pisces. So, it could be that you're trying to communicate with someone in a matter regarding love and romance, and it simply isn't working. You're apt to feel like you need a translator in order to get your message across. Both you and your partner need to share responsibility for making sure that the lines of communication remain open. Be practical, yet sensitive in your approach. So that's one thing that I will say that Pisces definitely have... The keen ability of it's being sensitive when they want to. Um, And when I say that, I mean, they can be very cautious um, when it comes to trying not to hurt somebody that they care about. But when it is on the other side and they have been hurt, they can be very fucking spiteful. Yeah, that's the word I want to use. Spiteful. Um, Petty. Uh, (laughs) Just throwing it out there. (laughs) They can be a little um, spicy, mommy, picante, porque, I don't know why, but they are. And I definitely feel like it does take a time for, you know, them to kind of get the ability to articulate in a way that won't need a mediator. (laughs) For, For those that are more toxic, I guess you can say, it will take some time. For those who are kind of aware of that ability to reach people on that level of sensitivity, um, not so much. Um, so I had a college roommate who I love to fucking death named Jamie, um, who I kind of see transition through that because of her past relationship. Her herself wasn't a toxic person because she wanted to be. It was because of our topic today, trauma bonding and her being emotionally abused by people that she cared about, not even just in romantic settings, but friends um, that she had, you know, admitted in the past that she might have had some habits that she didn't like and eventually she began to become more sensitive to other people more aware because Pisces can be very self-absorbed like any other sign but can be very self-absorbed when they want to be and she began to be very aware of other people and how she made them feel um she began to kind of right wrongs that she you know spoke out for herself um and I kind of always admired that about her um I've always admired her progress and her just ability to admit, you know, the things that she had been through and just be like, you know what? I was full of shit. 
Um, and I wasn't able to do that for a while. Like, even after she did it, I wasn't able to do that for a while. But her doing that kind of put out a good example of my peers holding themselves accountable. Like, I hold myself accountable during the time. But when things pass, sometimes I have the ability to not hold myself to that same standard of accountability. And I'm working on that. And I've also noticed that it's affected my relationships. But Pisces, I feel if they can keen into that and focus on that, that could be the biggest thing for them in communication. And I definitely think, especially as my major, again, is communication and media studies for my new listeners. Um, I definitely think that's an important skill for everybody to have. But for a Pisces, that could be a powerful tool. Um, so, again, if you feel like you need a translator, you probably need to chill out. <laughs> And it's not working communicating-wise, so you might want to pause with the love talk for a little bit, Pisces. Um, if you feel like you're not actively and effectively communicating with your partner, maybe you might need to, like, cool off a little bit. And both of you need to be responsible that, and, you know, take the responsibility that you want the communication to work and work on it together. So, again, might have been a little long-winded. But <laughs> I have just now lashed out all of the horoscopes for you guys. So I really, really, really hope you like them. And our next segment is going to be talking about the topic of the day, trauma bonding. So we'll be right back with you. And let me know how you feel about those horoscopes in the future. Hi, guys. It's Lex, and I am back. And today's topic, we are going to talk about trauma bonding. So, what is trauma bonding? Before everybody be like, what the fuck is you talking about? Trauma bonding, I'm going to give you a quote, is the misuse of fear, excitement, sexual feelings, and sexual physiology to entangle another person. So, if you need a better clarification, this is when the abusee loves the abuser. This is when it is a kind of like a cycle going on in this person's head over and over of you know, kind of being in trouble with their abuser and then loved by their abuser. So, again, trauma bonding occurs as a result of an ongoing cycle, like I said, of abuse where the intermittent reinforcement of reward and punishment creates a powerful emotional bond that is resistant to change. So, for example, um, these bonds normally last for a long time because the trauma in this situation would last for a long time. So an example of this would be abuse in a household as a child um, or, you know, better saying childhood abuse or abuse for a long period of time. So, for example, in a romantic situation, if you've been with somebody for 10 plus years, this could be a place where this is, exists. Um, this could be a place where you have trauma bonded to that person, um, especially in domestic relationships, like relationships with domestic violence, excuse me, um, or even sexual violence. Um, they, a lot of times they, they exist more in those. I would definitely say mind games also count as trauma. Um, someone playing mind games on you and physically, you know, fucking with you or fucking with your head um, mentally can definitely contribute to a type of abuse that can exist for a very long period of time. Um, and I wanted to talk about trauma bonding because I actually was talking to my mother and I asked her, I said, you know, my like, what do you think I should speak on for my next episode? And my mother is very um, smart in that way where she kind of like pays attention to you. And being that she knows this is my self-therapy method, if you will, um, she kind of just kind of hit it right on the nail of like the next thing you personally need to focus on is trauma bonding. And I was like, you know what? Like she didn't even say you personally. She just was like trauma bonding, just straight said it. And I'm like, okay, but I know that's coming from a fact that I need to work on that myself. And I definitely will say that I have my own relationship with trauma bonding that I am working out of. Um, I won't say I'm ashamed of it, but I am working out of because that is the victim mentality, not the survivor mentality. And I do not want the victim mentality anymore. Um, so just to kind of clarify, um, when it came to me thinking about my trauma bonding, the first thing that came to my mind was a man named Brian. So when I was about... I want to say I was about like nine or 10 when my mother first started dating this man, probably like nine, nine about to be 10. Maybe when my mother uh, first started dating this man, um, 
And he was around for, I want to say, seven years. The first two years were great. He was like a new father. He was great to me, to my brother, to my mom. Um, he was supportive. He was there. He would defend us against our family when our family turned on us at certain points. And we are good now. But we definitely used to beef back in the day. Not me as much as a child. But, you know, my parents, my mother, excuse me, um, beefing with my relatives, her sisters and brothers, things like that. We had a death in the family that was um, a maternal death. So we lost our grandmother. So there was a lot of that going on. And he was pretty much there for that whole thing. And if you know me, you know that I'm very big on my grandmother. Um, that is the the heart of my everything. <laughs> um, that is the core of my essence other than God's grace. Um, and my mother's love. <laughs> so for me, that was a lot to have somebody be there for me during that time. So I would like to say that I was closer to him than my mom, um, for quite some time. Um, he actually kind of became like my best friend and it started to get to a point where, you know, as you get older, your parents find different ways to discipline you. And my way of being disciplined prior to that was, I was going to say corporal punishment, but let's be honest, getting my ass whooped and, you know, when necessary. So I never felt prior to this relationship that I was being abused or that I was going to be abused by my mother. Um, honestly, my mother has never abused me. My mother might have hooked the shit out of me a few times, but honestly, in those moments, I probably would have hooked my child, too. Um, but my mother has never viciously beat my ass on no crazy shit or even out of anger. Like, she might have whooped me because she was mad and I got in trouble, but it was never, I'm mad, I'm about to whoop you. But about two to three years into this relationship with this man, um, she gave him permission to discipline us, which um, I believe was quite necessary to a certain degree. Um, will I say that I blame my mother for everything that I went through? No. Um, but I will say that I might not make that choice now having lived through that for my children if I ever, you know, break up from a potential baby father candidate or not. Like, I, I don't think that I'm going to give anybody other than me the ability to, to whoop my child unless I get married to this man. And even then, you got to cool it out with the abuse shit because I will kill you before you kill my child. So that is what it is. But point is what I'm saying. She gave him permission, and they were on those pages initially. Um, it began to become abusive when I would get like extreme physical punishments for like small shit. Like I wrote on my hand one time and he choked me out with a car steering wheel lock in broad daylight in the car. Like, um, I think one time I wasn't walking fast enough or maybe I had an attitude after we left a performance at NJ pack and he flipped my ass, like clothesline the shit out of me. One arm on the side of McCarter highway. Like I remember very distinct things, <laughs> like very, very distinct things. Um, and just to get back on topic, like this happened for quite some time before I kind of gathered the strength up to kick him out. And that is a whole nother story. I don't mind telling you guys later in another episode, but had the ability to kick him out on my own because I kind of just was like, you know what? If no one's around to stand up for me, I'm going to stand up for myself. And when I say when no one's around, my mom was working two jobs and doing night school. And this man was dogging her out. She know her all the shit. And. It got to a point my mother kind of like emotionally and mentally shut the fuck down. Like she was just there. Um, and I, I, it got to a point that it was like, even at 14, it would make me want to throw up how sad my mother looked. It just, it, it, I don't want to say it disgusted me. It made me sick to my stomach to know that my mother was that sad. You feel me? And it, it's just one day I just got up like, yo, real talk. Like, you got to get the fuck out of here. Like, I cursed him out and everything. Like, you got to get the fuck. Like, if my mother's listening to this, this will be the one time you probably hear what I actually said to this nigga. We're talking. And he's arguing about some shit. Like, oh, don't worry. I'm going to have to hit your mother with the bullets. This is like, I hate when somebody say that because that reminds me of him instantly. Instantly. Like, I'm about to hit your mother with bullets. She ain't going to know what the fuck hit her. I'm about to... Y'all, y'all gonna be down and out. Y'all gonna, y'all gonna need me. I said, need you, motherfucker. You don't do shit. Straight up. If my mother listened to this, it's straight up. I literally said this, and this is when I knew I was your child, motherfucker. You don't do shit. I said, you be in here eating and shit. You don't pay no goddamn rent. You ain't got no job no more. And we both know you cheating on my mother. And he just sat there and he looked at me, like, yeah, bitch. <laughs> we know where you go at nighttime. That's literally what I said to him. Said to him, we know where you go at nighttime. You gotta get the fuck up out of here. 
<laughs> like, you got to get up out of here. And even though I was going to wait to tell this story, like, I'm going to tell it now because that was, like, the one time in my life I really felt like I ended some shit for the better. Like, for everyone's life, not just my life. So I was like, yo, you got to get the fuck out of here. Like, what's up? He's like, I bet. I got you. I heard you. Like, yo, that's exactly what I'm going to do. We woke up the next morning. That nigga was gone. And that I will tell in another story. <laughs> but until I got to that point, it was definitely a cycle over and over of trauma bonding with this one person. Now, what I will say is that once I left that relationship, he left me with, I ain't going to say daddy issues, stepdaddy issues. Like, I, <laughs> I was fucked up. Like, I ended up losing my virginity pretty early. Um, my mom's a teen parent, so I was extremely scared about that. Um, and it also put the fear of God in my mom. Um, they got my ass hooked, uh, <laughs> and she knocked me the fuck out because of the fact that I had kind of just ran with the trauma bonding and the abuse so bad that now that I didn't have an abuser to reward me for a good behavior, I punished myself and kind of just created an, an ideal abuser within myself. So it wasn't as if these men were doing shit because I just wasn't, you know, saying anything. They were doing shit because I was letting them. It was, it was past the not saying anything moment. So like for me, when I hear the definition of trauma bonding, which is again, it occurs as a result of an ongoing cycle of abuse where there's reinforcement of reward and punishment. And it's creating that emotional bond that is hard to break or never can be broken. For some people, I really think that that's a myth. I think it can be broken. It is about self-control, self-discipline, and honestly, self-confidence and self-worth, which is something that I am building I don't want to say continuously struggling with anymore but building and I definitely think that that is something that is beneficial to the process of getting out of your own trauma bonding or bonding with someone else over trauma because again that could also exist once you have gone through that certain trauma you could be trauma bonding with friends you understand me I have a few friends I've trauma bonded with we are for Perella me and her are exactly alike but we are definitely trauma bonded we might go through things like differently. We might approach them differently. She's she's a bit more direct, I will say, in certain aspects. And I'm a bit more direct in certain aspects that she may not be. Um, but we definitely trauma bonded together. Like, because we have a common abuser who acts like the other one's abuser, we might talk about those things over and over. We might allow each other to get wrapped up in the bullshit. We might co-sign shit that we shouldn't be doing just because the other wants to be able to do that. Um, and that is behavior that you also have to be very mindful of and have to work against, especially if it's within a group of friends. That's not something that you want to necessarily think of as bonding. Let's be honest. You don't want you don't want to bond on trauma over and over and over and over. Like I had two relationships um, with two best friends prior to um, and these are wonderful ladies, um, but we definitely had trauma. Like, two of us were going through something completely that nobody else was going through. And then the other one, she kind of, like, she was a, a teen mom, and she had to kind of go through trauma a lot by herself. But I was, like, that the co-signer there to, like, either fight her battles for her physically or, or like, outwardly to somebody. Like, you're not going to fuck with my friend. Or, you know, she was mentally trapped by herself dealing with these things. And it was hard for me not understanding, you know, how she truly, truly felt. Now I feel like I might have a real more, I like better grasp on it. Um, but when we were younger, like this is a friend that I had since I was like 12. Like this is my original best friend. Um, I never under really, really understood. Um, and the way that she went about a lot of things, like sometimes she would be hurtful to other people because she was hurting um, and shit like that. Shit that I just never did. You feel me? Or never got in the habit of doing because I knew how it felt. Um and I don't judge her on that. People have their own way of working through their own shit. Um, I would like to say refrain from that because if you deal with the right one, they might fuck you up. But I wasn't like that. That was my best friend. So I just kind of realized, like, now as an adult, like, yo, we really trauma bonded over being older sisters, over being stuck in the house with our siblings, over not having our own life, over a lot of shit that we honestly now as adults can work towards and fix and don't have to trauma bond over and over because at this point we're not bonded to a certain person we are our abuser and that right there is the key to figuring out that you need to break yourself out of that cycle if you have a real abuser yes you need to break yourself out but the first abuser is yourself now if you're in a situation where a nigga is following you around excuse me for those who might not be black i only use that word because i'm black 
But a nigga following you around type shit, that's different, bitch. You tried to leave and that motherfucker said no. Okay? You go to the authorities or you go get some bloods and some crips and you go figure it out. Nork shit. Don't know. But <laughs> if that ain't your situation, you are the one abusing yourself, baby. And you have to release that. And forgive, which is a topic thrown in there by Central Thank You My Love. Forgive yourself for allowing that. But also know because you forgave yourself, you are not to forget what happened. You are to continue moving forward. You are allowed to forgive yourself and release that. Otherwise, you are not going to be able to move forward with the process of not only forgiving, but correcting these behaviors. So that is something that I definitely realized, like, I had to do, especially with my sexual abuse. Like, hey, I might still be having little fuck-ups here and there, giving out a little piece of, you know, vagina to a motherfucker that don't need it or deserve it. But I do have to continuously work on that and forgive myself and say, you know what? We're not going to do that no more because that was dumb as shit. We're not. Like, I got somebody texting my phone right now. They treated me like an asshole. And the last two times I came over to their house, they've kicked me out. Like, literally on some, oh, you fell asleep for 45 minutes. I'm about to go out. I'll see you later. Let me call you a lift home. Two o'clock in the morning, they did this to me yesterday. Okay. So, you need, <laughs> in a situation like that, to say, you know what? I'm allowing for this motherfucker to treat me like this. He texts me right now, y'all. Right now, talking about some, let me know if you still want to fuck with me tomorrow. I'm talking about today. He texted me that yesterday. Let me know if you still want to fuck with me. Um, as fine as you are. And when I say fine, fine. Absolutely fine as you are. I'm not allowing that shit no more. Because I'm fine as hell too. Let, let's, let's be honest. <laughs> let's be honest. I'm fine as hell too. But I'm going to forgive myself. I'm going to forget about your dumb ass. And I'm going to keep it the fuck moving. Because that's what I have to do to protect my energy. Because you obviously don't give a fuck. Right? Your abuser don't give a fuck. The out abuser doesn't give a fuck. But the first person abuser, okay, should. You should know that you're doing that to yourself after a motherfucker done showed you how they're going to treat you. We only been talking for about a month and you've already showed me not the back of your ass, but the crack of your ass. And I don't want to see it no more. So again, ladies, if you know that you're doing that that to yourself and giving yourself an aerial view of someone's fucking asshole, you don't need to do that anymore. You understand me? You can make the choice to leave and really leave. You get that? Late night calls, ignore them shits. Put your phone on do not disturb and don't check it. I guarantee you, you'll forget your phone on do not disturb. I do it all the time. Trust me. You trying to avoid a motherfucker who's not treating you right? You know what you do? Avoid them. For real. Like, don't check the Instagram. Don't check the messages. Don't check the, the, the do not disturb. Don't show alert messages. Don't check none of that shit. Don't check the telegram. Nothing. Literally, just drop it. You ain't got to ignore them. You can open it, leave them red, scene, whatever. Don't feed into it. And I say don't check it. If you that type of person, you're strong enough not to check that shit and don't say nothing, then you do that. But most of us aren't. So, again, I'm going to keep saying don't check it. You want to leave that shit on scene? Leave that shit on scene. Period. But let it be known. Period. You're not about to keep dealing with that. Period. Okay? Okay. I just wanted to, I just wanted to talk about that in a little bit of depth. Because I, I think trauma bonding is... Definitely a complex topic, but I think on the level that most of us need to even identify with it and hear it, it ain't that hard to get. It's not that hard to begin to correct unless you've been under extreme abuse. And that's where, again, Dr. Olivo, I have his contact, will throw it out to you if you need it. That's where he will come in. That's where he helps. Now, I'm not going to say just because I'm here talking to you that mine isn't complex and extreme itself. It definitely is, but I'm definitely at a point where I am able to articulate, keyword articulate myself and express those emotions without having to go to that dark sunken place again. I am out. Like get out said, I am out. Like I'm not stuck there no more. And I want to just help my listeners as I'm wrapping this up feel like they don't have to be there either. And you don't have to feel a lack of confidence in yourself because of what somebody decided to fucking do to you. Like, that's your business. Yes, it is your entire business. But you didn't call for that shit and you didn't ask for it. So don't punish yourself for something at the end of the day. If you could have avoided, goddamn, you would. You would have. You would have. So don't blame yourself. 
keep forgiving yourself. It's an everyday struggle until you really realize, like, yo, I really didn't ask for that shit. Because <laughs> that's really, it's really what it is. I did not ask for that shit. I ain't want that shit. And even if you did want it, the second you said no, you didn't want that shit, you didn't ask for it. You didn't ask for somebody to come do that to you. You didn't say, here here goes my body, come disrespect me. You didn't do that. So you don't have to feel that way about yourself. You don't have to keep punishing yourself by trying to make it work with a motherfucker that don't even got it going on for himself. This is, if Naya is listening, this is for you. Don't, don't, don't keep breaking your back over a camel that ain't that got like multiple backs he's gonna live baby he'll be fine there'll be another bitch just like you that's confused he will continue to live on in his pimp mentality as long as you let him now if you let the next bitch do that then the next bitch will come to the podcast and i'm gonna correct her shit too but don't let it keep being you coming back to my podcast and i'm keep yelling the same shit at you and you ain't fix it okay okay this has been a word from lex <laughs> But just so y'all get the gist, I'm all about self-worth now. I'm all about eating healthy. Just to throw it out there, I'm doing a juice detox, okay? Smoothie and juice detox. If anybody wants to join me, please hit me up. I'm going to be posting about it on my Instagram as well. My Instagram is L-E-X-M-I-L-A-N, Lex Milan underscore baby, one underscore, just that, all right? So again, I am doing this juice detox. Please reach out and let a bitch know if you want to do it with me. I'm also probably going to do my monthly detox again, being as the beginning of October, and I'm only seven days off of that detox. I'm going to post an October detox as well, so you guys stay tuned for that. And yeah, let's move on to our next segment, which is girl talk. So thank you, Sin, for throwing out that topic earlier about forgiveness. Um, I definitely have more topics. I wanted to address something that someone DM'd me on Instagram. Um, so I put up a poll. If you guys are already following me on Instagram, which most of you are, because you are. <laughs> um, but I got some feedback about what people wanted to talk about today. Um, and two of them kind of fall into each other. So one is from Beautiful Juju. Being insecure even when you have no reason to be. Um, and another one is from my friend T, um, insecurity that women face in this generation and generations to come. Now, I definitely think that both of those, especially the second one falls in all the way into the first one, um, which is being insecure, even when you have no reason to be. Now, when I say this, take it with a grain of salt, um, insecurity is a natural thing. Now, when I say natural, I don't mean that you need to be insecure. It is a natural thing to be self-conscious. It is a natural thing to see someone have something that you think that you personally lack and want that. Um, now, what I will say is when you build up a wall of confidence and you are secure in it and you reinforce it when it goes down, you will be able to build up that kind of strong reinforcement of the fact that you don't have to be insecure. Even if you feel that way, you ain't got to be. And you don't have to have any actions towards that. Now, when it comes to an inner struggle of that insecurity, I would just like to throw out the key reminder that everyone should always keep doing this. Affirm yourself. Give yourself fucking credit. And speaking just to my best friend, bitch, you are literally like Wonder Woman in my eyes. Like, I look up to you so much, even though we're the same age. I look up to you in the aspect of just having the ability to be so raw and just genuine and just yourself. Even when you don't feel yourself, you, Julene, you are a fucking light <laughs> in, in the dark, sis. Like, you are it. You are that, okay? So I definitely understand where you can, as your friend I know, you know, your own personal battles that you might be having with yourself or probably had in, with yourself in the past. But as your friend, I can see why other people would be insecure around you. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I get insecure around you, not of myself or in that aspect of who we are as people, but of the fact that I have a lot of untapped potential that I see that you are literally working on day by day. And I don't think you give yourself enough credit. Um, I definitely believe when it comes back to the topic you gave out, being insecure even when you don't need to, um, I definitely think that is a natural thing as black women that we were taught to do. 
Um, and that's where I like to bring back what I said about, I, I like to recall back to what I said about the cattiness and the disrespect and the standoffish attitude that black women tend to have with each other. And I really, really, really think that that comes from just being insecure and being told that the next bitch is probably better than you. So you have to put up this facade that you're that bitch too. And we all are that bitch, but the facade isn't necessary. So I just really would like to say, um, this girl talk is going to be a bit short just because I feel like I've talked about this, you know, in our regular talk, um, just a little bit. Um, don't feel like you need to keep putting yourself through that type of mental abuse. Don't feel like you got to compare yourself to other people. You don't. You don't have to do shit that you don't want to do. Um, and I definitely think that I struggle with comparisons a lot, especially Leo's, but like we really struggle with comparisons. Um, I've definitely gotten into the habit of like, for my business, I might do a lot of comparisons because it's like, I want to be up there and I want to get my businesses together, which I also have a sneak peek coming for y'all stay tuned. Um, but when it comes to my regular life, I've just learned to not compare because we're all different people. And I've been through a lot of shit that my friends have not been through. And this is also based on the self-abuse that I allow for myself. So when it comes to insecurity, ladies, I would just say keep building that wall. Keep keeping that wall up. Keep reinforcing that wall. When you lose a brick, put another brick back. Put two bricks back. Like, just always be your biggest support system because other than your family, if they are nice enough to be supportive, because it took me a while to get my family to be supportive on a lot of shit. Um, if they are nice enough to be supportive, use that. If they are not, use yourself. Um, use who you believe in. Honestly, I'm going to say God. If you don't believe in God, I'm not going to judge you, but I am going to look at you a little sideways. Um, use God because other than that, no one else is going to help you. No one else is going to be able to show you the things that you're going to have to show yourself at a certain point. And, you know, like I don't really regret all the crazy shit that I've been through or allowed or put myself through, even in relationships, because now I have the ability to talk to people and really give real fucking advice that really fucking matters. And I think at our age, it's very hard for us to do that until we've kind of evaluated ourselves for a very long time. And I've spent like a good amount of time just kind of reflecting on my actions. And I'm finally at that point where I would like to, the little bit of shit I do know, tell other people so they don't have to go through the same mental and physical abuse and emotional abuse that I put myself through. So this has been Girl Talk with Lex here with the butterfly effect and i am trying to show you the metamorphosis of the female psyche one step at a time so again guys thank you thank you thank you so much for supporting me i really appreciate you all that actually listen even if you can't get to the end of the episode i would like you to get to the end of the episode because you might be missing some shit but feel me i really appreciate the support i really 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 appreciate the fact that you guys are also being brave with me on this journey and that you guys are communicating with me reciprocating listening and i really 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 love that so again i'm gonna keep giving my shout outs thank you to my podcast listeners my little butters that's my nickname for you guys so thank you to my butters that are paying attention um and hopefully we can get out of this cocoon of sexual abuse and bad feelings together and we can turn into butterflies so (laughs) i hope that was welcoming enough for my new listeners and i hope that was comforting enough for the ones who have returned but thank you guys for supporting and i really 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 can't wait to talk to you in the next episode so stay tuned y'all i'll see y'all later